0: Good evening and good afternoon. Welcome back to Nerd Now. My name is Evan.
1: I'm Nathaniel, and Evan has some food in his mouth, so that made the uh, intro a little bit punchy. Oh, it did? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Don't be so (laughs) self-conscious. No! (laughs) Good morning.
0: Yeah, I am eating because I'm on the run. I'm on the run from the law.
1: Yeah, we're recording before the sun has even come up, so that's what we do for you guys. Don't check just it just it's, trust me
0: the sun is crowning okay <laughs> you're like oh yeah. i don't know if i like that i, I know i don't <laughs> like that
1: so we are talking about movies and oh my gosh what is this
0: again we're talking about movies again
1: we're talking about movies again as we as we do on this podcast we're talking about what makes good movies we got to consider good about
0: just like like hat just changing this to just like a strictly movie podcast because I feel like we talk about movies a lot
1: we do I mean it's you two know more about movies I know more about games and it like kind of it depends it's we have to find that crossover sometimes
0: yeah it's good to have like like variety and like mix of both like I like me and David know a lot about movies I feel like David knows a yeah lot I about don't know that much about movies not really. <laughs> But, yeah, so I think there's, like, that. And then we all know a good deal about, like, anime, too. Yeah. Like, we all know, like, our own different, like, capacities and, like, fun facts about, like, a bunch of different anime that we've watched. And then you're you're definitely way more into games than I think I am. Because, yeah, and like TV. I, and, like, I'm like a lot of TV. Because, yeah, like, I... Cause I know I know about some games, but like you will you'll me like hey oh, I'm playing this game like like
1: <laughs> like the duba duba like, masabale
0: oh my gosh the the, the 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 retro butt cheek I'm like what what the heck is that you've like, never you, heard of the retro butt cheek it's like this it's cool, the tits it's it's like this cool it's like this cool like retro indie like indie like like pixel platformer <laughs> and it's like you yeah. always find those and I'm just always like wh- how, where did you find that and. Uh,
1: I found so it on I found it on Alta Vista. <laughs> I just typed it into the computer.
0: I found it on Stadia. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> that are, thing's still a disaster. We are not funded by Stadia. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, Stadia is not doing so hot.
0: I like at all. I I knew it wouldn't.
1: <laughs> no, it's just it. Nobody has that much bandwidth, and like, it's just not gonna work.
0: I know it's like the idea the idea was really good like in in theory like Mm -hmm. on paper but then you're right yeah like no one has that much internet
1: (laughs) yeah because like for the game to be stable it has to be it has to be like streaming at a certain bandwidth at a certain gigabits or whatever and it just doesn't it just doesn't hold up it just lags and glitches out and
0: because of course it does (laughs) yes
1: because you should download the game not stream it but you can only stream games and it just doesn't work
0: which is kind of like the idea that they're that uh playstation now is trying
1: yes which is why i don't like playstation now yeah it doesn't download games right now yeah. xbox game pass downloads the games
0: all right but but playstation now doesn't download
1: it's no just it just streams stream them, them too which is why it's not that popular
0: yeah i i saw it and i was kind of like hey maybe i'll try it and then a lot was just like is that worth it and i'm like hmm probably not. You have to have really good internet for it to work well. Yeah, okay, then we're not going to do. That.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> and it uses like gigabytes upon gigabytes every month. Oh, if you use it, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so that's why download once, play, you're done.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I just um I just installed my um my External hard drive to my place to my PS4. It was surprisingly like a lot easier than I thought. Yeah, it was it's it's be. not bad. I just I like I plugged it in and it was just like, "Do you want to add this to extra storage?" I'm like, "Sure, okay." Add adding this to extra storage. Wow! Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's done. Yeah, exactly. And I. <laughs> I was like... I felt like such a tech whiz. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna go work for the Geek Squad. I am the Geek Squad. <laughs> I am the Geek Squad. Um, but, yeah, so then, right after that, I immediately downloaded The Witcher 3. And, man! Yeah. I forgot how hard of a game that was. <laughs> it Like, on top of that, like, I started, like, a new game plus, so it was like... Yeah,
1: you're, like, level, what, 40 about, or something? I'm level 36.
0: Yeah. So I'm starting the game again, and everything is like brought up to my level, basically. So the Griffin in the first encounter was stupid, stupid, ridiculously hard. I I kept dying, and I was just like, I was like, I was like in my like in my living room, like like in my underwear, furious because I'm like I don't remember this being so hard. Why is this so freaking hard? And. <laughs> I ended up turning the difficulty down shamelessly and No
1: good for you. I you, we don't got time for hard difficulties. I, I, I don't
0: got time for this. Like I'm just trying to play through this and like have fun. Like I don't like so I turned it down to like just story and And then I died three more times. You suck.
1: It's because it's not just story. It's because you, yeah, like you said, you're leveled up and everything. So everything is figures differently, like all
0: the damage and everything. Yeah. So um, the plus side is you get all your equipment and everything, which is cool. That's true. Um, I think, yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, I'm playing just the story, but I also like, I want, like i miss like the combat but at the same time like i already went through this once i just want to like relive the story again right you
1: don't want to like like, be be in a struggle bus the whole time no
0: i don't want to be in a struggle bus (laughs) (laughs) just about to have fun um
1: yeah my my friend my friend uh or our friend justice he uh played that game almost on the hardest difficulty
0: that guy is insane he he's always, crazy he does everything like like in the hardest difficulty and Bloodborne um,
1: I remember back uh, back uh, to back uh, back when the first the game first came out he was trying to get me to play it on the hardest difficulty with him and I was like I can't do this like I
0: Bloodborne Dark Souls all those things he plays like on the hardest difficulty and he will like that guy's insane like I can't, I can't like, imagine that.
1: Like, yeah, he just puts everything on the hardest level, and then he actually beats it with his limited time. And I'm like, how do you do this?
0: I know. That's that's Crazy Boy. He doesn't play, like, all the time. He works a lot. So mm-hmm. the fact that, like, he goes in and he, like, beats these games with, like, like basically playing them, like, an hour a day, it's, like, insane to me. I yeah. don't understand that.
1: And man. he, like, initially dies, like, a decent amount, but then he figures it out really fast. And I'm there, like... I'll play the same thing, and I'm just dying and dying and dying and dying. And, dying. and I'm like, this is no fun. I just wanna, I want to play the story.
0: It's like, I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: happens next? I guess I'll we'll never know.
0: I guess I'll never know. Yeah, exactly. So, I had a chopstick in my pocket. I don't know where
1: it went. I uh, thought <laughs> you said you had a chopstick in your pocket. No. I'm like, that's a weird thing to happen there.
0: No. Well,
1: poke your eye out, kid.
0: probably fell out of my pocket probably it's probably in the car oh well um
1: we'll find it (laughs) today on the chop chapstick podcast on the chapstick and chopsticks
0: on the chapstick the chapstick used with chopsticks um uh yeah so i okay so back to our main topic (laughs) because we went way off the rails yes we did
1: but do (laughs) we want it to be our main topic who cares this is add we don't need a topic
0: that's true um what, what is the what is the one thing that you look for in a good movie uh if you had to narrow it down to like one thing what is one thing in a movie that you
1: probably uncanny valley c g i like really weird looking humanoid characters that make you really uncomfortable now I look for good oh, characters like, like, no. did, you, did you understand the question <laughs> I just want want the CG to be so bad, but so close to reality. No, I I want really good characters. That's my biggest thing in a story. If there's not interesting characters, I am not that interested. You don't care. Not really, no. Mm. Because there's no one to care about. Even if they're not, like, uh, morally good characters. Like, Mm. just interesting, developed characters. Mm. Sometimes the characters don't even have to be like that complex sometimes the actor can do a good job and pull the character across that's true what do you look for
0: um i look for i look for subtlety and what i mean by that is i mean like showing not telling Mm -hmm. so if you want to portray to the audience that someone is like overwhelmed or is like struggling with a decision Show me with their actions, instead of instead of someone like chiming in from the side, going like, "Oh, they're struggling with, with decisions <laughs> and blah blah." It's like it's like okay, cool. They could also just you know, you, you, you could also just leave that up to the actor and like let them portray that and yeah, how you know all that stuff. So I I get so I get so bored when movies. Like just explain the plot to you for the entire movie. That's why I didn't like Inception, because mm-hmm. that movie is just explaining. It's just exposition. It's just explaining for um, for for like two hours, and it's like, I'm like by the end of it, I don't care about any of this because they, that movie is so is so like.
1: I mean, like, everything how, they I mean, say is exposition.
0: Everything is exposition, and like every and like that movie is so like nose up in the air, like it's, it feels like it's so great. And it's like, it feels like it's talking down to you the whole time. Cause you're stupid and you couldn't understand all this like nuance and, and it's like, it's like, or make a coherent story.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the story wasn't that complicated. It. That needed that much explaining.
0: Yeah. I think that's the annoying part is that like, it, it like itself as a concept is not that is not that you know no. con- confusing, but they just kept explaining it like like we were stupid, and then <laughs> I don't know I was, yeah and then and then they changed the rules and stuff changed and like they weren't like what they said they were in the beginning. And then, yeah,
1: anyway. One of my one of my biggest problems with that movie is that I feel like every character is the same character. They're not really characters. They're just like these. Stoic exposition machines and they're just like they think every one of them just like you said like has their nose up at everything and they're just like they're also edgy and cool because they're inside of this dream and it's just like okay
0: yeah yeah so that yeah so that's why I, that, that's kind of like what I look for in in bad movies <laughs> well not look like what I look for in movies but that's usually what I automatically will like mark off as like a bad movie movies that just kind of just info dump and like and don't really show you anything
1: yeah when i initially watched uh, hereditary i was not a fan and i think <laughs> i think part of it was because it was too subtle um but by but i by, love that movie i do love that movie too but my second watch show i was like wow i was just really stupid the first time i was like looking for the wrong things and I, I think that movie made me feel stupid because
0: the There's time the- I was
1: watching it, I wasn't like necessarily paying that much attention Yeah, and that I, I really love movies that want you to pay attention.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love movies that like watching it a second time, you see like little details that you didn't notice before that, like that, like foreshadow the. Like the big climax at the end. Yeah. I love those things. I love those, like, little deep Like, that's the subtlety that I love. And because
1: like, with that movie, I remember the second time watching it. Oh, the first time I saw the ending, I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. I don't understand what's happening. Second time, I was like, whoa. That this is kind sense. of, yeah, this all makes sense. This is kind of <laughs> mind blowing.
0: Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, like, Hereditatis. Hereditatis. That's uh, uh, a whole different movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Ted like Ted gets possessed by a demon or something which Ted Ted from Ted from Ted and Ted 2 I haven't
1: seen that because I haven't seen many movies no.
0: uh, yeah <laughs> Ted, yeah, they're stupid the movies no I know, I know. Um, but uh, but yeah I think I think another part that can make movies bad is pacing
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we had we had a perfect example of that with uh, Rise of Skywalker that was That's, like, the perfect example of how to make a movie with terrible pacing. Yeah.
1: By the end of it, you're just exhausted because there's so much going on. And you don't realize how necessary, like, breaks are in movies.
0: Yeah. Or, like, lulls. Yeah.
1: Where the kind of I think it's called the coming down action or something. Like, where things are being resolved and you have that time to breathe. Right. Like, that's that's not to say that that part of the movie isn't interesting. It's just...
0: You can make those parts interesting because it gives those characters time to reflect on like what just happened, and it gives their it gives those characters a chance to grow, and you know and kind of like prepare themselves prepare themselves for the next for the next part. Whereas Rise of Skywalker, there was none of that. No. You just expected all of the characters to be you know to just like adapt and change like that with no like. No like legitimate time to digest any information that they just got and then and then go to the climax immediately. it was like basically it was just this rising action the entire movie and then like it just plummets to an end and then mm-hmm. and then it's resolved and it's like it that's exhausting like you you by the time you get to the climax, you're like passed out from altitude. <laughs> Altitude exhaustion. Basically. So it's yeah. So pacing is important, and you can't just you can't just rush through a movie and and make you know it, again it goes back to like info dump and like that's kind of what happened in in that movie too. It was so focused on all the information it wanted to tell you that it didn't give the characters or the audience a time to breathe ever and you were just supposed to suspend your your disbelief and and just accept everything that was thrown at you without any questioning or anything like that and i thought that was absolutely absurd
1: yeah it, it felt like i didn't have to earn that information it was just like here you go there is this information except it. here's some more information oh you you like that information let me give me some more information
0: oh you oh you didn't like that information well here's some more
1: I don't care. <laughs> yeah, just like exactly. Slap just slap you. you in the head.
0: Yeah, you know, here's some more. It just, like, takes, like, a handful of information and it just smacks you upside the head. You
1: know that meme with, like, the water tank that's, like, spilling out? <clears throat> yeah. The, the guy's just, like, plot information. Yeah, exactly. With a band-aid yeah, on it. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's just, like, massive potholes in story. <laughs> exposition! <laughs> that'll fix it. Right, yeah. That'll course. show them. More exposition fixes everything. Yeah, exactly.
1: And they're like, that'll show them. It's like, no, you're telling.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy because a lot of a lot of good stories have been coming out of like things other than movie mediums. Where like movies have there have been great stories in movies, but in like video games and in like in television series and also like in anime, there have been great stories that have been like constructed. And uh, on the anime side, they do focus a lot on like exposition, but that's fine because like that's kind yeah. of like you know an anime thing to do i it's, think it's more of how a the like, characters like stand monologue to themselves before they fight that's a very anime thing to do yeah but
1: and i think that also like part of that is a very in like uh, yeah when you got uh, a yeah. lot of battles going on yeah. and all, i mean a lot of, a big part of it is like it's japanese have a different storytelling mindset in a lot that of ways true. in a lot of ways than we do i mean there are a lot of anime out there that don't have that much exposition yeah. but it seems like that's a pretty common thing yeah, um, which makes sense. Like different cultures are going to have like certain things they emphasize above mm-hmm. others compared to other cultures. That's true. Um, but um, it works and it's interesting.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> I can still remember. I, uh, um, with uh, Dragon Ball Z, there was the there was the the fight on Namek with uh, Goku and Frieza, and there was one episode where Frieza and Goku just remembered. And like thought about like the last like four episodes and everything that happened, and that's all that episode was.
1: They're just them remembering the last. Yeah, just four them
0: ep- like, like here and here, just staring at each other, remembering everything that that just happened. So was it a
1: recap episode?
0: <sighs> yeah, I guess. And then nothing else happened in the episode. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it was, it was like basically nothing else happened. And that was an episode that like people were like furious about because it was like we were waiting for the next episode and this is what we get <laughs> and and uh, so I just thought that was
1: that's something you don't really get in in uh, movie format compared to TV like you don't get filler episodes because there's just the movie.
0: The thing with the thing with a lot of the thing with a lot of TV shows is that they get um, you what you'll get is you'll you get the. Like the plot, so the, there's like the main plot line. Like, let's say the overarching plot line through through that one season is uh, burn the witch. <laughs> yeah, burn the witch. They have to get like like Joe and Jerry have to get um, the A, the MacGuffin A to point two over here, and that's <laughs> like the that's like the end objective. And uh, so in each episode, they reference. That main point, but in every episode, there's like something else that happens. So there's an overarching like main main plot with little like mini plots throughout, and there's some episodes that are more dedicated to the overarching plot. Um, a good example right. of this is Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So. It started, like, the first season was very much like Monster of the Week.
1: Which, yeah, they kind of made popular. Like, they just go off to one little story where they go and, like, hunt this ghost or something.
0: Yeah, so in the first season, the overarching plot is, uh, the the overarching, like, plot is um, they have to find this yellow-white demon. That's, like, the overarching plot. But in each episode, they're not just focused on finding the yellow-eyed demon. They're, like, they will reference it. But then, at the same time, they're, like, fighting monsters and ghosts and stuff like that along the way until they get to the final point. So, um, but, yeah, in those episodes, but in those shows like that, like, there's not, you're right, there's not a lot of filler where there's, like, a pointless episode that doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Um, it
1: just takes a little longer to get there. Yes. And yeah, and I think that's more of an older TV thing. A lot of newer TV shows now are, like, one one big movie cut up into chunks. So they leave off on cliffhangers uh, but that are natural, like uh, jumping off points into the next episode. So they do still have that episodic format where they have the end cliffhanger and then the next episode cliffhanger. But they're more coherent. They're more like longer stories instead of like getting caught up in the little details. Mm -hmm. And there's still a lot of TV shows where they do have those Monster of the Week type episodes. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad storytelling format. Like it's interesting and it's fun. But I think the, a lot of the higher quality TV shows now are the ones that are trying to tell, like, a more meaningful story in, in less time while still having, like, those hour-long episodes.
0: What we need to do is we need to have a Supernatural podcast when the series has wrapped up. Is it? It's on its final season. Fifteen? Yeah, Fifteen. It's on its final season.
1: Oh man, I need to watch more of that. I've, yeah, I, I stopped say, watching years ago.
0: I was gonna say you can, you can jump in with with my with my wife and I. We're, we've been watching it. And Where are you guys at? We're we're in season five right now.
1: I think I stopped around eight.
0: Okay, you can jump in. with can, us if you yeah. Want, and then you can. When we, we're, I would when love we, to have a supernatural get, podcast w- when we get through all of it. <laughs> We can have her on, and we can. She can. That'd be can, awesome. Like talk about it with us. I mean, you guys have heard of heard of her, but you guys have never heard her voice.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, not never. a single not a single episode.
0: Nope. There, well, there was a couple times where she was there, and like we had her talk a few times, but those episodes like didn't work. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> but those
1: episodes didn't work. Sorry, Laura. Mm. Or there, she was just in the background, like laughing.
0: She was in the background laughing. I remember we, like, asked her a question, like, held a mic up to her, and she said something, but... Like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. What has been a, like, a movie trope that you've been noticing that's kind of, like, a trend... I'm so ready for this. ...that you may or may not be super on board with?
1: So this is a trend that has been in movies as long as I can remember, you know, since the 90s, since I was first alive um (laughs) the whole like romance uh romantic partner female interest in movies Oh, like the romantic interest yeah it's like oh look this female character is introduced with and she's hot because of course she is and here's the main character of course they're going to fall in love by the end of the movie no matter how little development there is they're going to end up together and there's going to be a kiss or there's going to be something else going on do
0: you think that they do you think there's any movies that have done that well that like you can like justify like the relationship at the end.
1: I think there definitely are some. Uh, I'd, have be, can't l- can't I'd have to think. I'd have to think a little bit there. more. But I could. Yeah, there's like so many examples where it's just shoehorned in a lot of action movies. They're just yes. like, oh look, they, they're 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 together at the end because of course they are, even though they like talk like once.
0: What about uh, uh, Jurassic World with Chris Pat and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character? Because uh, they, they showed that they had like some like a like a past already
1: that's a more acceptable way of doing it where they yeah. yeah they have a history and even if they don't show it all on screen like they develop some of it through the dialogue or okay. um, if there's something established a lot of times it's boy meets girl they know nothing about each other and by the end of the movie they're they, in love yeah that happens in transformers
0: right the first one um well he meets i mean he it's more kind of like stalker finds girl basically cause yeah he, so because <laughs> he knows of her from high school but she has never seen him before ever so
1: <laughs> yeah that's one of the more creepy examples
0: but yes it, and, and, and also that's michael babe trying to write love and romance into a movie about giant
1: robots yeah it just <laughs> so, doesn't make sense
0: so i don't know if that's the best example <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but yeah i just i want meaningful relationships between characters i want actual character development I'm, i don't i don't I don't know why some directors think that that's what audiences want maybe that is what audiences in general want but it just drives me insane yeah um because the, the usually the female character enters and you're like oh there's a love interest you just automatically know even though the story hasn't told you that yeah, yeah, that, that really true. irks me.
0: Yeah. I could probably get on board. And, and no, I feel
1: like every sense. movie doesn't need a romantic interest or no, a love interest. No, like no, that's no. not every story.
0: I mean there's some movies that that there's like a female character like in it or like already and like there isn't like a romance like plot line. Um Yeah. So I think I think there's ways that like I absolutely agree. I feel like you can have like a male and a female character, and not have them fall in love like that's totally fine. <laughs> like, and I would agree. I I don't think it bothers me as much. I think I, I like the same thing. Like I see, like I, exactly. Like I, you see, you see the like the 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 absurdly attractive female character. Like like enter, and you're you're immediately like, okay, there's a love interest. Like I've had that thought before too, because it's like because of course she is, but. Um, but I think it. I don't think it bothers me as much because I think it's like. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. That's that's fine. I'll just ignore that and <laughs> I'll ignore that plot line <laughs> and try to enjoy the rest of it. Um, I think it doesn't bothers me as much when like the actress, or like when the actor and the act, uh, the actor and the actress actually have like good chemistry and whether or not they. It feels like earned. Yeah. Like if I enjoy their interactions, I feel like then that's like I'm less bothered by it. But if it's like, but if it's like cringy dialogue and there's like no real chemistry, and then they end up together, I'm like,
1: yeah,
0: eh, I don't really care for that. That really <laughs>
1: bothers me. It's just like they're just together because of plot, not because of any developments that happen between them, and that, <laughs> ugh.
0: Yeah. My what I really what I really don't like is. Um now I think there is a place for the for the, for this in like the right movie setting but uh stereotypes. Yes. Stereotypes in like a, a weird like satire like jokey movie that's fine cuz that's what that movie is. But in like a serious like action movie don't have like the stereotypical black guy like you know it's like it, it's it's so like weirdly out of place mm-hmm. and so campy. When everything else is so serious. Like, you're you're undermining the tone of your entire movie by doing this. And yeah. if it's in, like, a satire where, you know, you're obviously making fun of, like, like a bunch of different groups of people, fine. Whatever. Like, that makes sense. That's part of the movie. It, can, it could probably be, fu- be pretty funny. But if you're playing, like, this really serious tone and then you have, like, this one comic relief stereotype character, it, that's, like, it's so... It's so stupid, especially
1: when like their uh, their whole shtick is them being black. It's like, like the, or like, them being Hispanic or, them or whatever. Being Hispanic,
0: Asian, you know, fill in the blank. Like it's like oh,
1: it's funny because stereotype.
0: I was gonna say it could be the same thing with like with like a white character too. It's just like that yeah. person, oh that person is just overly white and this is like they don't like hot sauce or stuff like you know whatever, and it's like they think ketchup is spicy. You know all that stuff, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's it could be the same thing for them. So I think. Me and then and then also go. Um, a good example of this was uh, I watched uh, Zombie Land Double Tap.
1: Okay, how was that?
0: Um, it was good. It was it was about the same as the first one. Um, it was it had had a couple it had a couple of like like cringy moments, but there was the um, there was the, I can't remember her name because that's how forgettable she was. But the new like blonde character,
1: right? That yeah. nobody cares about. Yeah,
0: and she. She's like the st- she's like the stereotype of oh like, my god of like yeah blonde valley girl dits and for that movie it worked because that's like the kind of movie it was it wasn't trying to pretend to be like this super serious like like thriller zombie survival movie it right. was like a joke where like they called like fat incompetent zombies homers like they you know, <laughs> know what I mean like so they they clearly don't take themselves too seriously right but the thing is if you flip it and if you make that movie super gritty if you try to throw that character in uh, The Walking Dead that doesn't work
1: no it just tanks it
0: it makes it she stands out and it's it's obnoxious and it makes no sense she's obnoxious in Zombieland Double Tap don't get me wrong but but she's supposed to be
1: it's more like character comedy
0: Yes, it's character comedy. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It works when it's character comedy, but it doesn't work when it's, like, obviously stereotyped, look at me, I'm the blonde dits. Like that, right. it, just, it just doesn't work.
1: Right, when you're telling, trying to tell, like, a thoughtful, serious story that is just, like, what is this character doing here? You're not thoughtful at all. You're not a person.
0: It's like, you don't have thoughts. <laughs> you thought. You thought. <laughs> You thought t h o u g h t
1: g h g h g h t
0: with triple G's. <laughs> I yeah, think, I think that's a I think that's a process size. Is it triple G? I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um,
1: yeah, and I think a, a big part of that is usually, <coughs> at least I I know it's this way with minorities. A lot of times, some of the writers don't know like how to write these characters, either because they're not familiar with them or they think that audience are going to resonate more with the character.
0: I was going to say, you could also just write them like people.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I think that's the biggest problem. Like, you don't necessarily need to be...
0: You don't have to, like... You don't have to fill like a stereotype quota when you like are writing an Hispanic character. You can just write a character who is Hispanic and then just have them be a person. Yeah, they don't
1: need a their character doesn't even need to be built around them liking tacos and having an accent. Like they can. Like Speedy <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They they can be just a person like that happens to like tacos and have an accent. They don't have to, but. Yeah, that's not their character isn't built around that. That's just one of their characters. Yeah, and like they don't
0: have, to, and like they doesn't have to be like screen direction in the script. Like, okay, ham up the accent, put more spice on it. Like, you <laughs>
1: throw know, a burrito around.
0: <laughs> just wave your burrito around, and
1: end. uh get your Mexican hat and dance around it. I think that'll help a little yeah. bit for the audience. For
0: the audience, just to establish that you are indeed <laughs> Latino. We need
1: them to know. <laughs> But, yeah, I think it's the same with writing female characters. Like, people are constantly talking about the strong female character. It's like, you mean a person? <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to say. You could just write a person that has good, like, morals and, you know, is is convicted and it just feels really strongly about something. And then they... They work their way through life and they earn it instead of just the plot giving them everything because yeah. they're a strong female character. You're you're crippling your strong female character by just giving them everything.
1: Yeah, and it's like there's this idea that if this female character walks out and says, "I am a badass," without showing it, they are one. It's like that's yeah, yeah, not how it works. So you just
0: you just have to accept that. And, and it I go
1: back it goes back to showing and not telling. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Show that they're a badass. Don't like
0: yeah. Show that they're a badass without you know. And I and I Cause think, sometimes and, and the thing is though that bugs me a little bit because the machismo, the machismo kind of like mystique of like you know being the strong, you know person, you know like you know that started with men obviously because that's yeah. like the you know and when you when you basically throw that stereotype onto a, a woman it doesn't work very well because then they start throwing around the lines of, like, oh, don't be a girl, all that stuff. And it's, like, but they are one. Yeah. and uh, so. It's, like,
1: you don't have to be, like, an action badass to be a yeah. good character. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think... Um, oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Well,
1: yeah, it's, like, a... a a strong character doesn't have to punch people in the face no. they could take blows they could like be empathetic like, like that isn't that,
0: like a good like a good example is uh ripley from the from the first aliens movie mm-hmm. have you seen that movie yes yes she is she is like like one of the og like strong female characters because she like she believes in something she's like okay no i'm going back to get newt because that's the right thing to do and i don't care what you guys say like i'm doing that and she doesn't and the thing is though there's like stakes there's risk you feel like everyone's in danger and when she when she prevails that is like a triumph that's good like she earned it and then i
1: mean she even has vulnerabilities and everything it's not like you have to be invincible
0: right i know that's what really bugs me is that they think oh it's like oh this you know not even just strong female character like to have a strong character they cannot have any flaws Mm -hmm. and it's like that's not realistic like the like, a strong character is someone who has flaws but overcomes them. Exactly. Someone who has flaws, but despite of those flaws, decides to do something good with to do something good. That's what a strong character is. Not someone who has no flaws and never has to face adversity ever and to just get everything. That's exactly. Then
1: it's not an interesting story because they don't have anything to gain because yeah. they're already there. They're already perfect. Yeah. That's why I don't like Superman
0: yeah Superman yeah he's I mean he, he is he is a Jerry stew but and
1: then I feel like they're they they just throw in kryptonite constantly and it's like well I guess kryptonite isn't that rare but yeah that's why that's <laughs> they're always like here everyone has kryptonite Apparently. you get kryptonite you <laughs> get kryptonite
0: Oprah is in the DC universe just giving kryptonite
1: to everyone <laughs> uh, but yeah Superman aside I, I just yeah I, a strong character does not mean they got muscles and they can punch things in the face. Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, a good example of like a good character is Batman. Like, like mm-hmm. polar opposite of Superman, basically, a guy who, I mean, to be fair, like he has he has a lot of muscles. He, he, he does have a lot of muscles, but, um, I mean, perfect example is he has a lot of flaws and he's a very flawed person. But in spite of in spite of that, he he wants to do good. Right. So. Uh, whereas you know and then he like overcomes them whereas superman like he has no flaws but you know (laughs) so it's like
1: (laughs) he's kind of like this godlike figure that people look up to and that's okay like that's not necessarily you can't have a story with that it's just
0: you can have i mean you can have a story about him like like trying to trying to overcome like the idea of him being a god or like being seen as one right because it's like
1: i'm sure there's stories out there like that about Superman, but <coughs> in general, the characters well, not There's, there's,
0: there's stories about that with like with like alternate Earth where like Superman kills Joker and then um then becomes like the overlord of the planet, basically. Interesting. Yeah, that's the whole like in, uh, injustice one and two. Oh, story okay. Yeah. That was ba- that was based off like a comic book and like and like the Justice like show did a thing about that a long time ago too. Yeah. So it's like an alternate Earth where Superman like decided, you know what? No, humans. Humans are going to keep messing this up. He basically just pulled an Ultron, and just like (laughs) he didn't destroy the Earth, but he like him and the Justice League rule the world, basically. And it's like, yeah.
1: (laughs) Did they want to go along with it? What they like wanted to go along with Uh, it, or he forced uh, them?
0: The Justice League. um, I feel like um, there are some of them that like tried to like resist, but I think uh, he. I think he. Either intimidated or or um, no, not sub- coerced. Nah, co- coerced, yeah, or convinced. That's the word I was looking for. Convince them to like join them. It's like no, this is the only right way. They won't. And I think like Diana and like Batman. I feel like kind of like saw it because they were like, yeah, okay, because like you know it'll stop people from you know from like hurting each other if we keep the order and all that stuff. And
1: <sighs> kind of like an Avengers thing and. Mm-hmm. With like uh, civil war, yeah,
0: yes, but like the government wasn't in control of it. It was, right. it was, ju- it was like if it, it that would have been like if Captain America was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sign that. And in fact, I'm gonna flip the table and I'm gonna be your boss now. Like that's basically the. Equivalent. He's like, I'm gonna be the world's boss. Yeah, exactly. So I'm your daddy. <laughs> I'm your daddy. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of the my my take on, on just kind of like this like the whole strong character trope, not even just strong female character trope, just like yeah, a strong, strong character yeah. trope is very, is very overdone and it's very, and it's like exhausting to hear people like, oh, like, listen, like this person is, is a really good character. It's just like, I mean, no.
1: I mean, it's yeah. Like, like, like I would say some of the strongest characters get beat up constantly and are always mm-hmm. like in the doldrums oh, and yeah. they're just like, yeah, it's that overcoming. Like, even if they don't overcome, they could still be a strong character. Right. Even the failures of characters, mm-hmm. like, make really interesting, compelling stories. Yeah.
0: I agree. Um, and, uh... Oh, man. I, just, I can't... I can't think of a a lazier thing than to just kind of be like, Okay, so how is this person going to overcome like the like the bad guy at the end um I don't know they just do they and just I, do I feel like that's how a lot of like a lot of like climaxes are are, are, are written it's like
1: conveniences like,
0: yeah conveniences it's not it's never like the it's never through like, the tactic or the strategy of the the good guys—it's always like—it's just always kind of like like perfect example of this. I thought it was absolutely stupid and ridiculous. Was the the rise of Skywalker? Yes. Where where we literally just saw Palpatine shooting a like a a category ten lightning storm into the air from his just, fingertips, from yeah. his fingertips, and destroying all of these rebel ships, and then. He's shooting lightning at Rey. She blocks it with a single lightsaber, which I'm already like, okay, I, okay, I. Guess. We've seen that happen We've in the seen past. That in before, I guess. But also,
1: we didn't see him in the past like destroy <laughs> a bunch of ships.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. But I was kind of like, okay, I will let that slide, whatever. Then, then she pulls a second lightsaber, yeah, and crosses it, and then like I'm just like. I was just like this just seemed like they didn't know how to finish this. It just seemed like they didn't know how to finish this. It story. was very like video gamey. It was very video gamey and I don't even know video gamey. It was just it it seemed there's a lot in that movie that just seemed very lazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of plot convenience where oh. something just comes in and it just happens to work out, anyway. not because of any logic.
0: No. <laughs> That movie is where logic does not belong.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's where it asks you to sus- it asks you to suspend all all disbelief, like, yeah. and nobody's gonna suspend everything.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say there was a there's a, a leak of like the first script written by the the, fir- the original director. Oh yeah, I saw it some it was, of that. It looked it supposed, like it could have been it was good. Supposed to be, it was originally called Duel of the Fates. Oh. which was the song, the name of the song from episode one when Darth Maul shows up. Yeah, which is an
1: amazing song. So good.
0: Mm. And, uh, and, like, Ray was going to have, like, a double-sided lightsaber. And...
1: I saw some of that concept art. Yeah. Oh, it gosh. looked like it could have been really good. I know. What a shame. I know. And so they let J.J. So I think, so from what I read online, uh, when Carrie Fisher passed away, she had a book where she said she wanted J.J. to write the movie. Yeah, so that's why he came back.
0: The fu- oh, that's...
1: Yeah, so it kind of sucks.
0: Carrie did cocaine. Don't trust Carrie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. She's dead,
1: so... Oh, no. I mean, that's not fine, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, rip. Um, but, yeah...
1: Uh, oh, man, how about character deaths in movies?
0: I feel like... I feel like the trope of, like, the trope of, like, getting in the last word before you die, even if you have, like, a enormous yes. hole in your chest, and it's like, you shouldn't be able to breathe. Or and
1: they either. get out just the info that they need to advance the plot
0: before they pass away. Oh, yeah, I know. For once, I just want someone to be, like, and, like, not get to say anything, and it's just, like...
1: I think I've... I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but I've seen that happen one time, and I think it was a movie. The, the character, like, doesn't say anything because they're like in agony and that makes total sense like they're dying how are they gonna like get this coherent message out it's like let me get several paragraphs of exposition out before
0: i die uh, the, your parents were, were. And a
1: lot of times it's like, why didn't you tell me this before? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> why the right. do you have to tell me as you're dying? I know, exactly, exactly. Because dark secrets. Yeah. I don't know. It's like
0: yeah, I was gonna take this to my grave, but now that I realize I'm a lot closer to it, I don't want. It's some like yeah, it's some trying to be profound, whatever. And it's just like, dude, you just didn't want to tell them. Like, stop pretending.
1: Yeah. You just told them because plot. So that's a lot of things because plot.
0: You know what? That's the trope I hate the most. It's just because plot. Like there I was um I was watching a show. I was watching Supernatural last night with my wife and there was a there was a scene that made me kind of go like all of this is stupid. All of this makes no sense. And there yeah. were these there was this angel that like went back in time to like kill uh this the these guys parents. That's like the, the So scene. not cast not Cass, but someone else, uh, and, and she, this angel had a chance to kill all, like both of the parents like five times. And she just like didn't like she was, she, she like continually like pushed people and like walked really slow. It was, it was just like, like I was watching and I'm like, okay, he could he should have been dead there and there and there, and she should have been dead there and there and there and there. and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm just like this like why it's like like I'm watching this again, and I'm like this this is this has no tension at all because there it sh- like this angel is d- doing a really bad job with like yeah. killing people and and lot like it's just plot and I'm like, I hate that because <laughs> yeah. it's like. I hate that so much. I know, that, like, that you have to kind of like you know subvert your your expectations and kind of like kind let go of realism for what because you're dealing with like angels and demons and you know, like all this stuff. But, <clears throat> but
1: they could do it in a believable way. They like,
0: do it in a more believable way, but they, but it's just she's just like walking slow Terminator style, and 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 vouching for these like force pushes instead of like a knife that she showed that she had like in the previous scene. Yes. So it's like. It's like that goes back to Chekhov's gun. Like you hang up a w- gun on the wall, you have to use it in the next scene; otherwise, it's useless. <laughs> she never uses that knife that she that she like flashes later, uh, earlier. Yeah. And it's like
1: it's like they wrote the yeah. story. Angel is not going to kill these people. She's going to get to this point, point. and then the details they don't matter.
0: Yeah, it's like there's but like, because there's, we're going to get to this. There's point. a fight scene in like in this garage. Yeah, let them figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like eh, it's too hard to think of the details or It's too hard to write down Korea. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Which yes
0: it does. It, it absolutely does. But yeah, I uh jeez. Oh,
1: see. and uh again with character deaths on a uh like a um a little Basically characters um crap, I lost my train of thought. Character deaths. Yeah, uh, character dust. But when characters don't die like the whole movie, and it make like they're in these impossible situations, which some action movies like they could get away with it, like Indiana Jones or whatever. Like okay, Mission Impossible. But there's just at some point there's situations there's like constant situations that they're put in and you can't escape that many situations without at least like losing an arm or something because
0: you no, know, what happens is it revo- removes all tension
1: exactly because you know they're not going to die
0: yeah exactly because it's like oh they've it's like He's been he like he like scaled this like the side of this really tall building and then he you know was dangling from a helicopter and then he was doing this he was doing that and it's just like and then he
1: got stabbed by a sword but he's gonna live because he's the main hero
0: yeah and I'm just thinking to myself I'm like like you get to the end and you're like like during the main climax it's like he's not gonna die yeah because yeah because he hasn't died from I him. think
1: that's a a thing a lot of uh, more <laughs> popular movies do that's kind of a huge sin for me is is fake character deaths and characters being put in these situations where they would have died, but they don't die. Or you think they're dead, but then they come back and it's like, Oh, well, he didn't die because this, and it's like, you coward. Why don't you kill him off?
0: (laughs) You You coward. (laughs) Kill him.
1: (laughs) And it's just like, it would be much more impactful if they actually died, but they don't kill him because, because they don't.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I,
1: it's like they're scared to make the audience feel
0: it's it's they're scared to subvert expectations in a good way yeah because it's like they're subverting expectations and then there's just like doing things because
1: and it, it's really frustrating because a lot of times characters will quotation marks die in a movie and i feel nothing because i'm like oh they're gonna come back
0: yeah i know that's kind of my thought always it's just kind of like i'm like oh that sucks They might come back and then if they don't then it's just like Oh, then that was okay. So yeah, it's like, it. it's like, and I, but the thing is, that if they don't come back in that movie, they might come back in another exactly. one, exactly. <laughs> so it's always like,
1: it kind of happened so. to me in Endgame where Black Widow died. I was like, nah, I don't feel anything. She didn't die. And then I kept watching the movie, and then by the end of it, I was like, oh crap, she did die. Yeah, like, and I like, right. was like, oh crap, am I supposed to feel something?
0: Was I supposed to feel something? <laughs> I thought she didn't die. I mean, now she's getting a movie, but it's like, it's, it's it, like, it, it takes place before, before, so yeah. that's. Yeah, Yeah, but that that hurts. That That still hurts a little bit.
1: Yeah, once I realized, you know, with Iron Man dying and everything, like, then it kind of, like, hit with both. But it's, like, other movies' fault that I didn't think she died.
0: That's true. Because there was a lot of, like, Fake outs and like in all the Marvel movies. Not even
1: necessarily yeah. Marvel movies, just movies in general. Yeah,
0: they just made you jaded to exactly, like, yeah. On screen yeah. deaths, and yeah. yeah. My wife.
1: And then you feel dirty when you think one of them died. Some character dies, but they don't. You're like, ugh, I grieved for nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, it's funny because then uh, my wife, uh, oh, she, she was just like, exactly like I learned the rule. It's just, it just like, like, like if, just if, if I don't see, see a body, body, then they, they they're, they're, they're not dead. dead. <laughs> and it's like. like it's, 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 a good, it's a good rule of fun. fun. It, doesn't it doesn't always pan, pan out, but yeah. yeah,
1: like will Byers <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> um i I can't,
0: I can't think of anything, anything else to really talk about when it comes to movies, movies. can you can you think um, of anything that's um you know, about movies
1: don't have soundtracks that are just droning notes droning,
0: droning notes, just
1: like what? no melody in the soundtrack and like that's fine, like having soundtracks that are like kind of in the background, and I do, I do like how a, like how a
0: lot of soundtracks, soundtracks have kind of been dipping into like eighties and nineties music. Mm-hmm. I do like that. That's that's yeah. kind of nice, and that does fit in some places. But there's some places where like it
1: does sometimes it is a, a little too on the nose, but it yeah. it works a lot, especially in like action movies that are like heavy on comedy or heavy on comedy or like uh, are kind of like not full of themselves, but they're, like, poking fun at themselves or, like, are really confident in the type of movie that they are.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that... Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I think, like, kind of like what like like you said, like, just, like, just, like the, the drowning, drowning note is, like... Is like, like it's, it's very... Um, <sighs> it can, can be, be very, very overused and used in, in used in a way that doesn't, doesn't really fit. fit. And, and then when... And then when you, like... like you can, like, like lull... Your audience to sleep if you, you don't, don't have, have like a compelling um, soundtrack because then because like if it doesn't raise you your adrenaline, adrenaline yeah you're, you're gonna, gonna like pass like, out because like in moments, moments that are like supposed to be tense, like, tense if you, you know, know if, if if the scene, scene isn't keeping, keeping their, their, attention, their attention the, the music, music won't either or like the music has to and if the music puts them to sleep, then they're gonna miss everything.
1: Also, I'm just not a fan of non memorable soundtracks. I I like you're more
0: into soundtracks, I think. Than
1: yeah, I, so I'm like also part of it has to do with like video game music. Growing up is very melodic. It like has a lot of catchy melodies, and mm-hmm. you remember it. But I don't know. I feel like. A, A lot of movies, I'll listen to the soundtrack, and it's just, like, same, same, same. Nothing stands out. There's not even a theme to the movie sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, you see it with Harry Potter. The first few movies have really memorable themes. Right. I mean, it's John Williams, but later on, they have, like, maybe a a song in the soundtrack that you remember or not. John Williams
0: is probably one of the best composers ever. He's old now. Yeah, he is. He's written a lot of soundtracks.
1: But, yeah, make good movies. (laughs) Please.
0: Just for us, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of all we got. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, you know, Facebook. Um, Email
1: at us at nerdandoutpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, um,
0: we're we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. You uh, YouTube, Podbean.
1: We're everywhere. We're in your closet, not your closet. We're herpes. We'll come out of your closet. No,
0: we're herpes. We're everywhere. <laughs> Twice a oh. year. We're the coronavirus.
1: No. We're in your houses. <laughs> we're every in every country. No, not
0: every country. But we're. I love it. it's like media and news. It's like epidemic. Oh, we're all gonna die. And then it's like Center for Disease Control. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean,
1: media's got to sell, right? Yeah. Ugh.
0: It's like, we're the coronavirus. We're, we're slipping cans of corona under the pillows.
1: <laughs> a part of corona for my homies <laughs> who died from the coronavirus, who are old people.
0: <laughs> we're old.
1: They were on their way out anyway. So, thanks for listening <laughs> thanks to our podcast. Listening. We don't endorse old
0: people dying. No, we don't. Although I see it a lot. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just a moment. It's now like, we are rolling.
0: It's like, uh, yeah, we are. Um, if so you say I, so. I, I recorded my uh, my voice demo. Nice. For, yeah, so.
1: Are we, are we saying that on the podcast or are you just telling me?
0: It can be both. That's it could fine. be both? It can be both. I can make this like a public announcement now. That's fine. Very nice. Um, I, found a, I found a website. Uh, it's called Afford a Voice. And uh, it's where you can have an account and have a voice demo and be hired by people through, through the like website portal. Um, the pays the pay is like split 50-50 between like the voice actor and the website. Okay. So it's like if I get hired through the website, then they, they take 50, but like I could also get hired outside of it. Through right, so it's that's just like to get started. The, yeah, it's just to get started, so. Yes, <laughs> yeah, a thousand, but start,
1: that, thousand, thousand. but voice demo, you're, you're thinking of uh, voice acting. Yeah. And how do you feel about that?
0: It's it's weird because I would t- I used to tell people like you know in like a past life or in another life like I was a voice actor but at the same time it's like I but then I thought about it like a couple like at the beginning of this month and I was mm-hmm. like like it's I'm still in my life now like I'm this I'm not it's not like too late for me to do that like and um, and I think for the longest time I always thought that it like it's like an honor that needs to be bestowed on you and if you don't if you don't already do it then you're just never gonna do it and I kind of just always wrote myself off that way and but I I was just like I mean the worst that can happen is that I still get to live my life that I already love. So, you right. know, what's, you know, what do I have to lose?
1: For sure. I think you could definitely make it. Just <laughs> be persistent. I think you have a lot of talent compared to a lot of people who do voices and voice acting. So, yeah. I think you should go for it, like, hardcore. Yeah. I mean... Not just, like, kind of go for it. I'm not I'm, saying you give up everything, but...
0: I, oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I basically have two... I basically have two kids at home now that, <laughs> that need my money. So. Oh, yes. Uh, let's see if I
1: can remember their names.
0: Um, Asher and Alfred. I remember them. Yeah. That was me saying them. Yeah. Two yeah, two cats um, that my wife and I just adopted on Wednesday. How old are they? They're both eight months.
1: Oh, they're they're babies. They're,
0: they're, they're little, little, little furry bappies.